Hello, and welcome to the Confident Moms Podcast. I am your host, Laura Dry, and you are listening to episode 43, The Divine Art of Wanting with Heather Rackham. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. I am super excited to welcome Heather Rackham, who's joining us today. So welcome, Heather. Hey, Laura. How are you? So good. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Heather Rackham is a fellow life coach, and she is also the director of the Life Coach Directory, which I'm a part of. And so before we kind of chat today, um, I would just love for you, Heather, to introduce yourself and tell us more about the directory. Tell us more about what led you in this direction, and we'll kind of go from there. Okay. I would love to. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. Um, I am a life coach. Like Laura said, I I live in Boise. Well, just outside of Boise, Idaho in a small town called Cuna. When I say small town, like the city is very close to us, but it's just kind of a little little bit outward. I've got four kids. Um, Three of my kids are moving this year. So I feel like my oldest is moving to Tennessee for her, for dental school with her husband. My second will be moving home from California and then back to California. And then my third is going to college for the first time. I'm going to be left with one child at home. So it seems a little bit strange this year. I kind of have this low underlying buzz of anxiousness. That's Mm -hmm. kind of my friend right now. So not that you need to know any of that, but that's kind of where I am in my life, in my mom life. Yeah. I am a life coach. I've been a life coach since, oh gosh, 2017. And a couple years ago, somebody had started the life coach directory for Latter-day Saints and then decided they didn't really want to keep doing it. So they wanted to know if anybody was interested in taking it over. And in my mind, it was like, oh, I can't think of anything worse. <laughs> I just don't really? want to have anything to do with that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know and- that. Yeah, because uh, marketing and that sort of thing is not really, well, the way I used to think of marketing wasn't really my gig. It wasn't something that I loved. But Laura, you and I today are going to talk a little bit a little bit about wanting. And I think most of the time our wants are divinely given to us. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those times when I thought, no, this is nothing I want to do. But I started getting these little inklings of, but it might be kind of interesting to do this. So you might kind of want to do this because look at what, like I just kept getting these little thoughts seated into my mind and you could do this and you could do this. And so I think this was a time when I was given some divine want. And when I finally succumbed and just thought, maybe this is something I really do want to do. There was a whole handful of ideas that came flooding in. It was like, I just needed to give it permission to come. And, and then I was super excited about it. And I, I ended up taking it over and, and running with it. And I've loved it. It's been so fun to get to know so many coaches and different coaching styles and Mm -hmm. different niches that people work with. And I have just loved it. So there is kind of my little blip about that. There is about a hundred coaches listed on the directory right now. So if anybody is looking for a particular coach of different, um, you know, like I'm certain you have a whole lot of people listening to this, to your podcast. And a lot of them are listening and resonate with what you have to offer, but there might be 
something very specific that they are looking for help in. And it might not be exactly what you have to offer, right? Like they might, they might be struggling with some infidelity in their marriage, or they might be struggling with, um, I don't know, it could be many different things and they can find something very specific to that on the directory. So yeah, I love that so much. I do. And I just wanted to share for, for those listening who maybe are not a member of the faith that I'm a part of, and that Heather is a part of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The directory is just a faith-based um, opportunity for coaches to get together and for people to be able to see, oh, hey, here's a bunch of faith-based coaches who yes. um, have these specific beliefs. And like Heather's saying, can come if they're looking for a coach for a specific thing. So I'm listed under the directory under confidence and moms, and there's a whole bunch of different tags that I have. There's other coaches where it's weight loss or it's, you know, empty nesters or just all sorts of different things. And so I love, I actually love being a part of that community because I've gotten to know so many amazing people, so many people that I've actually had as guests on the podcast that have so much great knowledge have so much to offer and share. And I kind of I love how, as, as you said, Heather, already, what we kind of wanted to dis- discuss and talk about is, is learning how to want, or just this idea of wanting. Um, and just how you said, sometimes we don't really realize how the things that are placed before us are an opportunity that allow us to create and go after things in our life that we might not. And maybe that's, you know, how you were saying it wasn't on your radar. Maybe there was some fear, like, I don't want to do this. Um, and I think that's so true for, that has been so true for me. Um, in kind of my business journey, I feel pulled to maybe do certain things, but I'm also really pulled not to do them because it seems scary and it seems hard and I'm like, where is this even going to lead me? And I don't have the full picture. Um, so before we talk a little bit more about that, I, I just want to, I mean, I have an idea of what wanting is. And I think that all of us come with different perspectives about what that even means for me. Just briefly, I'll share like this idea of learning how to want is an idea for me that's kind of like, um, well, for example, I, I think I really knew how to want when I was younger. I think I really understood and knew that well before I got married and had kids, I wanted to get married and have kids. Like I really wanted those things. And then something happened for me when I had, um, that I had everything that I wanted and it was like that, that desire to want or that ability to want kind of stopped for me. And I had to really discover it again. So I'm just curious from your perspective, what does wanting or that idea of wanting really include for you? What would your definition of that be? Cause we're going to have lots of different people listening with lots of different ideas of what that yeah. means to them. For sure. And I, your story really resonates with me. I would say that it's probably very much the same. There were things that I knew that I wanted in a husband. There were things that I knew that I wanted in a home that we would build, right? There were things I knew that I wanted children, all those things. And you're right. Once I had those things, it 
it, it was kind of like, okay, here I am, I've arrived. And, and then I think my life stayed very much the same for like 18 years is what I would, is kind of how mm. I describe it. Right. The time of I'm raising my, my children. And so my oldest is 22 now my youngest is 16 so I've had children in my home kids in my home for 22 years and I think for 17 of those years it felt like there was never any change aside from my children's activities and the things they were doing things pretty much stayed the same and it wasn't until I started wanting like recognizing that there might be some other things that I am capable of doing or that I might actually be interested in. I don't think I necessarily viewed it as wanting because I think in our minds thinking I want to do this, there's a little bit of a negative connotation there yeah. because as Maybe moms, we're not really selfish or we feel yeah. guilty to want. Yeah. We're not supposed to want things. We're supposed to want to do what everybody else wants or needs us to do. And I think we're supposed to be grateful so, for what we've got. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. know? Yes. Yes, we are. Which all of those are really fantastic components, right? There is so much joy that I have felt in my life for being grateful for things. And there's so much joy that I've received in my life for fulfilling the needs of people around me. But I did not recognize that there were things that I also needed and that would, if I allowed myself to want those things that that could bring me so much joy as well. So I don't know that I have a really great definition of what wanting is for you, but I know for me, it's been the ability to recognize that there might be something stirring with inside of me. I don't always know what it is, but I, I, I recognize a little bit of unrest maybe mm -hmm. like, I think there's oh, something that's that so, needs so to come good. Out. As you were just yeah. kind of saying that, I just thought to myself, you know, when I recognized that for me, it, it was that same feeling. It was this, just this unsettled feeling like there was something mm -hmm. more for me, like something that I hadn't found, something that yeah. was out there for me <laughs> and that I needed to um, listen to that and... Mm -hmm that it was going to be up to me to find what that was, which is yeah. kind of, kind of a, could a, be little, a little overwhelming and scary. Yes. So it's like, yes. what even is that? What, what, yeah. You know, it's like and going until blind. that point I was, yes. Until that point I was very content, super content with my life and actually not looking for anything more. And so I do recognize that as something almost divine, but, like heavenly father. And I don't know if for your listeners, if it's the universe or just something bigger than us, that's leading us to something other for me, I speak of it as my heavenly parents, but knowing that I, there was something I had for me and I was very content, very happy. But then like, there was this little sort of uneasiness that started to make me feel kind of nervous because I was so familiar. Things hadn't changed in my life for 18 years, right? I was an expert, I felt, in what I was doing. But allowing that to be there and recognizing that, um, and and I guess having some trust, having some trust in, you know, the, the something bigger than me was able to um, give me a little bit of rest and patience while that 
what, why I discovered what that was. So I think for me, wanting can be a little bit, it's uncomfortable and it kind of comes with a little bit of unsettledness and we just get to kind of stick it out why it starts to develop. And, and then yeah. we kind of will recognize it. And sometimes it hits us hard. And for me, it was unsettling. And all of a sudden something came and hit me hard. Like, and this is your next move. And I was so grateful for that, but that was still even a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah. A couple of things coming to my mind as you're, as you're kind of talking. And I think the first thing is, is I think that there's a time and there's a time and a season for absolutely for like, I think there's always a time and a season for wanting and I loved how you were talking about trust, like trusting that that will unfold in the time that it's meant to. And I know that that was the case for me. I actually, you said you were very content and I was very incontent in, mm-hmm. in my journey. I, yeah. you know, four kids and I always worked, I had a daycare business out of my home and I, that I knew that that wasn't something that I wanted to do forever. I knew that that was a stopgap for me. Like a, I don't even know if that's how you say it, but I knew that that was like just a really it was kind of a bridge, probably it was for a you. bridge. It was such a bridge for me. Yeah. And you know, all of the things that I kind of had done prior to having kids and then, and then when I had my kids, like, I felt like they weren't things that I actually chose if that makes sense, they were things that just were presented to me. And I was like, I, I grabbed a hold of them and I was like, okay, sure. Let's do this. Let's try this. This sounds really great, but they weren't things that I necessarily went after and, and wanted. They were, I think things that just like were blessings were like, Hey, this is a great opportunity. And they, I see now that they really all led me to this place of, okay, now it's a time and a season to want, and you can put those, that desire of wanting to use like, and use your gifts and talents and actually find something that you want to do and something that drives you and fills you that, um, that you can grow and develop in if that makes sense. Yeah, totally does. And I think the magical thing about that is that certainly if you were to look back, all of those stepping stones in the process were and have probably been useful to where you are now as well. Like there's just this divine plan that, yeah, a lot of things fall into our lap and they just, we just do them because they, they come, but I don't think they also come just by happenstance. They are part of a bigger plan and, and you are using skills now that were developed then because of the things that just seem to fall into your lap. Absolutely. I feel like it, it really has been a domino, a domino effect. And as I have trusted more. And I still think that that's the case for me. I still think that I'm not, I'm not done (laughs) in whatever this plan is that is unfolding for me. I mean, I I love being a life coach and I think that that will always be a part of my plan, but where that will lead and guide me in the future, I don't know. And I'm kind of excited Mm -hmm. to see, to see how it's unfolding. Like, just like you, you know, you became a life coach and right now your, your journey has led you to this directory and to being the director there and to the work that you're doing there. And it's, it's exciting to see where, 
where kind of our wants lead us. Well, and don't you think it's a lifetime pursuit, right? Like I hope that I'm wanting to progress, whether it's, you know, wanting something specific or it's just wanting progression in my life until the day that I'm no longer on this earth, because there is so much for me, that's something that I innately desire is just this progression. And as humans, I, I think it's innate in all of us. And so setting our sights on something specific is, is sometimes very helpful in in that progression because it gives us something specific to look towards but sometimes we don't have anything specific we're looking towards and for me I'm able to just say and I just want to progress so I can just work towards progression for me it can be two things yeah something specific or it can just be a general progression I think, um, like a, something that I recognize in, in the wanting and in the progression has been action. Like my husband always says to me, we can't just pray to God to help us know where we want to go and what we want to do and just trust. He's going to like throw things in front of us without actually doing anything. Like we actually Mm -hmm. have to start taking action for ourselves in order for him to work through us. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yes. Yeah. And so, sorry, were you going to say something? No, I, I mean, I can, but I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm anxious to see where, if you were, were going someplace with that too. So yeah, I, as I, as I look back, so for my example, like when I, I knew that I wanted to do something else other than my daycare business and I, I kind of had this goal of when my youngest was going to be off to grade one full-time, I thought oh, I want to be doing something else. And I had no idea what that was going to be. I, I had zero idea. I had, you know, maybe four years from the time where I decided, okay, I need, I want to do something different. I want to like, there's that niggling of there's something else out there to, you know, sending my, my son off to grade one. And I just remember deciding that I was just going to, cause I wanted to do something that I loved and that really fired me up and that was fun and exciting. And, um, I just remember trying all sorts of things. I remember like learning how to refinish furniture. And I remember taking these um, cooking and baking classes. Like I learned how to make chocolate. I learned how to make bread. I learned how to do, and I took all of these courses and just tried doing things that I was kind of interested in to see where it would lead me. And that was such a blessing to me, actually. It was such a blessing to see like, hmm, yeah, maybe I want to do this and maybe I don't want to do this. And just to see where that action led me in my life was really, and, and that kind of opened me up to, I think, wanting even more. It was kind of like, oh, I can actually take time for myself to discover things that I like to do again, which I think was shut off a little bit for me through those years of, of looking after everybody else in, in my home. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that is so true. And there's something so fun about discovering all of those little parts and 
you know, parts in us. I think I look at, I had one of my teachers describe it this way, um, Amy Gianni. She said once, it's like we have these little gifts, like, inside of us just waiting to be discovered and you know the universe or our heavenly parents guide us to one thing you know like you were guided to maybe the chocolate making class right and you were like you discovered something about you in that process like this little gift you got to unwrap and unpackage and then mm. you were guided to maybe do the bread making classes and there was yet another gift something else that you discovered about you so it's like we have these little breadcrumbs along the way discovering these pieces that are inside of us that we either forgot about or and we've covered up but everything is already in there we just get to go about this process now of discovering all these things that that lay and and sometimes have been laying dormant within us for a long time we just get to discover them and bring them out yeah and i guess i just i want to encourage everybody listening like When's the last time you maybe discovered one of those things for yourself? Yeah. And I think yeah. it's a really important part of life that we can, that can lay dormant because we're so busy. We're so yeah. busy with the day to day and granted, yeah, there's a, there's a season and time for these things. If you are, you know, you have young babies and right now you are changing diapers and feeding babies and and tending to those basic needs, but a time does come when maybe it's time to learn to want again for yourself, because I'm discovering as you know, my oldest is 15 and she heads into the teenage years. My kids don't want to spend as much time with me anymore. Oh no. As they used to. Like I quickly, all of a sudden when my youngest was like 12, well, actually younger than that. When my youngest was probably 10 and my oldest, there's only five and a half years between my oldest and my youngest. And so my oldest was like 15 and a half, 16. She could drive. And my youngest was 10, very capable of taking care of herself. It was almost like at that point, I was almost, I, I almost felt like I was not needed anymore. They did not need me, right? Like they could drive themselves to where they needed to be. My oldest could at least get everybody around if they needed to. And it was a really strange feeling to try to understand that. Like, where do I fit right now? Nobody needs me. And then when my youngest got her driver's license, nobody really needed me at all. It was like, I was out of a job. <laughs> and yeah. so you do have to kind of. Yeah. You have to settle you have to in find that mm -hmm. new mom role. Like it's kind of like, yeah, mom's role becomes discontinued. What you used to do for them mm -hmm. is no longer needed. And it kind of needs to shift and change. Yeah. And along the way we have to kind of pivot and shift and change with it and discover, you know, how to be needed, I guess, how, like how, how to, um, be a it's mom just from how that to new place. Right. It's a new job description. Yeah. And like, we do want to be needed. We never want that to be our children's jobs to fill that need. Right. We don't ever want them to have to right. feel that need to make us feel needed. Um, which until that time, whether intentionally or not, they have very easily filled that, that desire to be needed. And now it's our job, it becomes our job at that point in time, really to figure out how to fulfill that need ourselves. Like we need to need ourselves. We need to, you know, have our own wants and our own desires. We get to do that ourselves rather than looking to anybody outside of us at that time. So, yeah. And I think um, it's, it's easy to maybe feel a little guilty about that 
when our focus has been on our kids, it's easy to feel, you know, like that's maybe irresponsible or selfish, but what a great example to your kids. I think that you can be when you are wanting, when you are discovering those gifts for yourself, because I think it's such a great example to them to then do the same. Don't you think? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I totally do. And as we're talking about wanting, I think sometimes people think, well, that's great and fine and dandy, but how, like, how do we even go about wanting or how do we even, what does that even look like? And, and I remember reading a book, I think you and I talked about this. It's called, it's a book called uh, big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Yeah. And it's on my book list. I think, <laughs> I think we pay attention. You know how we talked about that, that unsettling feeling when something's kind of stirring with inside of us, Elizabeth Gilbert talks about it a little bit. She says that there are things that want to come out into the world. There are things that are waiting to be brought forth that don't exist already. And they, um, they're going to come regardless. And for a brief period of time like that, we might be the avenue for that to come forth. So I think that's when we kind of get that little inkling, like there's something that wants to come out into the world. Are we going to partner with that design, you know, with that piece or that thing that wants to be brought forth into the universe, or are we going to let it, you know, be given to somebody else? I think we're, yeah. you know, we're all given different opportunities and not, that's not to say that it's a good or a bad thing to take it or, or let it pass on to somebody else, but there are things in the world that need to come forth. And are we going to be part of it? Are we going to be brave and catch on to it? Or do we want to let it go to somebody else? So I think those inklings, we get to really pay attention to them and, and see if it's something we really want to take part in. And sometimes it's really scary. And we think it's, it's fear that gets in the way, but I think we get to examine that and decide, you know, can I be stronger than this fear? And I, I looked at it a couple of ways, actually, um, there are things that want to come out into this world. Like maybe, I don't know what, if, if your listeners, you know, it, maybe it's a business, maybe it's a, um, a profession, like some, they might need, maybe there's something that needs to come out in this world through you. I don't know what it is, right. It could be anything. It could be just something small. Maybe it's just cr- learning how to like bake this loaf of bread that needs to come out into this world. We don't mm-hmm. know. I know that can sound a little woo woo, but I think I look at it in two ways. There's a particular something that needs to come out. So maybe it is a course that needs to be created for people. There's something that needs to come out in the world, but there's also the second piece of that. There's a piece of you that needs to come out into this world by creating that thing, right? There's this, like the world needs a Laura who has a little bit more courage or who has learned how to do, um, course creation. I'm just making this up, right? Like the world needs the piece of you that you learn and bring forth and it needs the thing that you're going to create. So I love looking at that way. Like it's a double whammy of, of amazingness that gets to come out in the world when we actually grab onto something, an inkling that comes to us and we decide to take part in it. I don't know. That's just so that was, I really, I hope everybody was really listening to that because (laughs) I, I love that so much. And what I just kept thinking of is, you know, when you were, when you were explaining that is we all have an opportunity to co-create 
with mm-hmm. God, with the universe, with however we, you know, talk about that. Um, and what a great opportunity it is for us to be able to co-create not only physical things, but um, intellectual things, spiritual things. We all have that power to do that. I believe that I'm a daughter of God and that I can co-create things in this world with, with him. And I think a really big piece of that is that, that niggling is that, um, and maybe in, in big magic, Elizabeth Gilbert talks about your intuition. Is that kind of how she Mm -hmm. talks about it? Yeah. I might talk about it as the spirit or Mm -hmm. the universe and a mentor of mine just last week shared the way that she likes to think about it. And she calls it her internal pilot light. And I just Mm, thought, oh, that's such a good visual for me. What is my internal pilot light um, trying to shine on me today? Like, what is it trying to tell me? Where, Where is it trying to guide me in my life? And I think you're right. Like we might be wondering, how do we want more? How do we co-create? How do we do that? And I think it's by really looking within us and getting to know us and learning how we feel that internal pilot light or that intuition or that spirit that's, that's guiding us in whatever direction, um, that it might want to take us or that we might want to go. I think, I, I think you said that so well. I think really the bottom line when it comes down to is this level of trust. Do we trust ourselves to look inward, to to know um, to know us, to know that we will take care of us, that we'll follow the inklings that come. And I and I kind of personally feel like the more little inklings the of desire that we get and we follow the more that will kind of come our way. Like I think the universe or our heavenly parents start to see that we are a conduit for through which things can come forth and be created in the world. And the more we listen, the more opportunities I think we get. So I think it is just a matter of trusting ourselves, trusting divine, trusting that there is a plan for all things and we can be part of it. I do think that we were born to create, we're born to be, um, to make things, to, to bring things forth into this world and to create and unleash all the things inside of us that are, that are there and just waiting to come out. That's so, so good. It kind of reminds me this, this past, um, weekend, we had, um, a state conference. And for those who don't know what that is, it's just where our faith community gets together on a larger scale with more of the members of our community to have, um, meetings like faith filled meetings. And we actually had elder Bednar join us for that. He was here in Calgary. So he is one of the apostles of our church and he one thing that he did say, and I I think it relates nicely with this is that, and it's that trust piece, our heavenly father or God wants to know he can trust us in the creation, in the taking action. And the more he can trust us to do that, the more he can trust us to take action and to follow that inner pilot light or the niggling or the intuition and to take action on that, 
the more he allows us to create, the more he allows us to want and to, um, he gives us more opportunities to do those things. And I just, I loved, I love that reminder that, um, you know, if we're just sitting on the couch, waiting, (laughs) waiting for things to happen for us, you know, there's not going to be that trust of, Hey, you're willing to take this action and you're willing to follow, you know, those feelings and things. And I'm going to, you know, give you those opportunities or, or shine you in those right directions. And I think that, um, it makes sense to my mind that the more we are willing to trust and take action, the more opportunities we are given to lead and guide and direct us and to help us develop and grow. Well, I mean, just think about that in your own life, how it might relate. Like if you have, if you have assignments, if you're in an organization where you have a, a, a big, I don't know, something that you're in production, you're trying to put on, right? And you ask somebody to do something and they don't do it. Um, And you ask again, or you give them something else to do and they don't do it. Like you're going to eventually stop asking that person to do something because you know it's not going to happen. Now that's not good or bad. I'm not trying to say that, you know, I'm not trying to put guilt or shame onto anybody, but I'm just saying like, I think that's just how it works in general. It's a good visual, like, right? Like you are, there's trust there with somebody. Yeah. 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 And it's the same with anything. Like I know which one of my kids I'm going to ask to do certain things because I know who's going to do it and who's not. And <laughs> it's not like I love them any less for not doing it. It's just that I know, I know the doers. And I know the ones that are going to get stuff done. And I kind of want to be one of those people that kind of, that gets to have a hand I, in things. Yeah, me too. I also want to be a doer, but there are times in my life when I'm like, oh, I don't want to do, I don't want to take yeah. action. And I think that's okay too. Cause I, I think there are times when heavenly father's like, you know what? It's, it's time for a break and this needs to go to somebody else. Right? Like we can't do all the things we mm-hmm. need to, yeah. we need to give other people the opportunity as well. So, yeah, I think it's also really, I mean, I'm, I'm like professional at not recognizing the things I've already been given and like where I am right now. And, and like, I forget, and this is why journaling for me has been so great. I can look back and I can see, Hey, this opportunity was given me and I, I can appreciate it more because I see it. So my brain Mm -hmm. is so, so good at forgetting. And I think too often we (laughs) we're so down on ourselves and we maybe don't recognize, you know, how we are actually following that inner pilot light sometimes when maybe we think that we're not, because maybe yeah. we've decided we, we do need a little break right now. And we do feel guilt yeah. or, or shame about that. And yeah. I just love that reminder of, you know, the work is going to get done. The things will be created, whether it's through you or somebody else. And again, there's a time and a season for you. And just that, that trust, I think that's really the theme today. Yeah. Trust. Yeah. And I think that like what you just said can give us some peace and some grace knowing that, yeah, there are things that want to be brought forth into the world, but for sure, we're not the only person on this earth, right? Like it, mm. if it's, if it doesn't come through us, it's going to come through somebody else and we're all here together. And, and I do think that sometimes we do think we want to do all the things. Oh, yeah. I want to do all the things, but guess what? It wasn't, in- it wasn't intended to be that way. It was intended for Laura to do this certain thing, because there's a certain spin that Laura can put on this, that maybe you can't, but when you do this thing, it's going to have a different spin on it and it's going to be yours. And, you know, I, I just think we're not all intended to do all the things we're all intended to do 
some of the things that, that are, that are meant for us to do. And I think that we, when we look at it that way, then we can, it, it takes a little bit of that, um, shame or that overwhelmption, if that's a word that I like to use. That I think it should be a great new word for moms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That can come out when we think, oh, there's so many things I want to do. And yeah, for sure there is, but also, I think that's also a, a really, really helpful thought for us to go to rather than, you know, let's say we see our friend up there doing this amazing thing. And it would be really easy for us to be like, oh, look at them. They're, they're doing all the things. Like, I think it allows us to just make that collective space for everybody to shine and to celebrate everybody yeah. in their moment of, of creation or journey, knowing that we're on our specific journey. And just because somebody else is on a different one, shining in a different way, it doesn't make their yours any less important or special because the world really needs all of us. We all have our own yeah. special spiritual gifts that we get to develop and use to shine. And it's important yeah. to remember that because we can forget that so much. Yeah. I mean, if we want to go back to that analogy again and look, think about working on a production, if we're divided into committees, we need all of those different committees to bring, to, to complete or to produce a production or a play or a big event, like all of those committees are necessary and important. There's not one that's less important than another. And we, we get to, we get to, to, to stick to our task, right? Like we just get to stick to what we are supposed to be doing. And I think that's where the trust really comes in. I'm following our own pilot light, staying in our own lane. And yes, we can look to others, but when we start to compare, we can get into trouble too. So we get to just, you know, be stay eyes on the prize the thing that we're working on like stick with the committee that we're with at the time and not worry about all the other things and just trust the process and know that we're all creating something beautiful and they're all going to piece back together to make something amazing in this world yeah and for some reason coming to my mind is just this idea that we can be amazing moms nurturing and rearing wonderful children and want other things too. And we can go after those oh, other things sure. and we can follow that inner pilot light to those things and be a mom at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yep. And those things might be a little bit smaller right now, right? You're mm -hmm. doing, you know, like, I don't know. I just think we get to, we get to find the balance that works for us. I think balance is super important there. And I was capable of I'm capable of spending more time with things now than I used to be. It would have yeah. been really stressful for me to try to do what I'm All doing now if I had little kids. Right. Yeah. And so we, we get to be patient, trust the process and, and know that things come out in, in good timing. Trust that things will come, will happen. And I, I, I totally agree with that. I think that sometimes it's easy to want to rush and figure it all out now. Like I had a four year span of, I have no idea. And it wasn't until the end of those four years that I really realized, Hey, you know, I found coaching and I found this personal development work and I decided to become a life coach, not even really knowing. And I'm not even at the same place now as I was then. And 
it just, it does keep evolving. And I think there's this tendency to want to rush and figure it all out right now. But as you already so nicely said, like we're always evolving and we're always changing and we're not trying to get to an end point. I don't think we're just, I, I kind of see it as, okay, how can I be present in today following that inner pilot light? And that yeah. is going to be good enough for today. That is going to get me where, where I want to be to that wanting and creating place. Yep, for sure. Don't you love going to bed at night thinking like, oh, like this was a good day. Like, look at the things that I got to participate in. And sometimes those things that I got to participate in were just sitting on the couch and snuggling with one of my kids or, you know, just all the little things. But I love putting my head on the pillow at night and feeling like I got to be part in so many things today. Yeah. And I think that is a learning process. Like if maybe you're listening, you're thinking like, that's not how I feel at the end of the day. Uh I feel like, yeah, what did I even do today? Did I even accomplish Uh anything? And I have those days still too. And I think it's a practice of really being able to step back and intentionally choose to think about the things you did get to play a part in, whether it's a motherhood, whether it's the things you got to play a part in, in the roles of your children or your family, whether it's, you know, for me, my business, um, maybe my church community, whatever, whatever it is, we have to intentionally choose to recognize the things that we did get to play a part in and recognize that as creation, recognize that as Mm -hmm. learning, like the skill of, of wanting and following, following that, um, those feelings for sure. Such a great point. Such a great point. Yeah. Okay. Heather, thank you so much for this conversation today. I just love, um, those of you listening, I was able to, uh, be on your podcast. You have a podcast with the life coach directory and I, you're just so easy to talk to. And we just had such (laughs) a great conversation that day. So I knew that, um, this would be a great conversation too today on my podcast. Do you have any, any last things that you want to share with my listener, listeners or moms? You know, I, there is something that I was reading this morning and I don't, you know, whether your listeners are, I'm assuming most people probably have a faith base in some way, but there was a scripture that I read this morning and it's John 10, 10. And it says, I'm come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And that just really hit me in this perspective of wanting. There are so many things that we can want and desire, and we can feel, we sometimes feel guilty about that, or we feel shame for wanting something. And I think it's important for us to remember that he came to the world so that we could want, that we could have a more abundant life so that we could be given. I mean, I, I feel like the power of Jesus is enabling the power of Jesus is in redeeming. And I think he really does have his hand in enabling us to become so much. And anyway, that was just something that came to my mind today that he just says it right there that he's came so that we can, we can have more abundantly in this life. And I I love that it is for us. That is such a great thing. Just such a great thought to end on. And John 10, 10, I'm going to go look that up, but that really is like, we, he wants us 
to live in abundance and feel yeah. that abundance. And so um, give yourself permission to access that. Yeah. 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 Like so, what does abundance look like in your life and go for it? Yeah. In so, this moment, yeah. in this season, what yes. do you want abundance yes. to be? And you get to create that. So yep. good. Thank you so much, Heather, for being oh, here today. Thank you, Laura. I've loved it. I can talk about this sort of thing all day. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk about it. Yeah, My family anytime. appreciates the opportunity, so I don't have to talk to them about it all the time. So, <laughs> so good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yep. If you are ready to grow your confidence, get unstuck, or feel better so that you can become happier in your motherhood and all the other areas of your life, then I would love to invite you to come work with me. Head on over to lauradrycoaching.com to learn more, access all my free content, or book a consultation with me. You deserve confidence, and I would love to help you access yours.